On The Watch podcast. And here is your host, Prophet James Summers. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Shalom, shalom, shalom. Kingdom greetings, everyone. Man, it feels so good to be back on here. Welcome to On The Watch podcast. I am Prophet James Summers, or you could call me Yaakov Yasharel, the Hebrew name that I go by. Like I say, man, it's just a a honor for me to be on. I give Yahuwah all the praise, glory, and honor. Like I said, it's been a while. It's been since March of this year since I've done a podcast. And got to get back about the father's business. Um, You know, I've been doing a little bit of stuff here and there. I ain't going to be saying I went through. I've been going through some things. But I mean, <clears throat> since March until now, it's just it's just been a journey. But y'all has definitely let me know I still got to be about his business, in spite of. So uh, I think the last one that was episode. I mean, season two. This might have uh, the one in March was might have been episode two or three. So whatever it was from there, we just gonna keep going on from here. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, I just bless the Most High for everything that He's doing. Like I said, I'm just excited right now. We're going to get into this word. Praise y'all. Um, just some things he placed in my heart a few weeks ago. But like I said, I'm just elated to be back on here. I just don't know, like, a relief. You know what I'm saying? Just to hear the music come back on and stuff. To hear the, the shofars blow, where the shofarings blow. And I just feel good right now. But um, the title is, y'all want me to tell the people, no more lip service. Those that will be starting to listen to On The Watch podcast, this is a, it's like the prophetic forecast that I be doing on Facebook every now and then. I'm just not really feeling Facebook anymore. So most likely, I think I'm going to be, it's just basically going to be on my podcast, on my On The Watch I'm really going to be going into deep prayer concerning some things y'all wants me to do, <clears throat> even the more um, be on the lookout for my wife. And I'm not going to support that, but we got to get back in sync as well. I mean, it's going to be totally new um, far as how we deliver y'all's word to the people. It's not going to be from, excuse me, uh, from the religion of Christianity, from that perspective. We're not going to be coming from that angle. We're just going to be giving it from what does say of y'all from from us knowing that we are the chosen people of of the Bible or of the divine book. Um, we are Yasharel. We are the descendants of the 12 tribes of Yasharel or Israel. And y'all is just enlightening us on a whole new way, uh, a whole new revelation per se as as we read his scriptures because most of the time we based upon theological exegesis and all that type of teachings but when we really allowing Yah, because now we could put ourselves in this in in the bible because the bible was talking about us from the beginning the bible was for israel and it is israel these are our instructions instead of us from the outside looking in now we could be in looking out to really help others you get what I'm saying? So that's where I'm at uh, in this in this season of my life. 
And like I said, I'm just excited. I'm elated. You know, I'm not going to waste your time. It's already like almost four and a half minutes going in. So like I said, the title of this is Lip Service. Well, no more lip service. That's the word Yah had given me. And we're going to start at Matthew, I mean, excuse me, Isaiah chapter 29, verse 13. But we're going to prayer right quick. Abba Father, in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, I give you praise, glory, and honor this evening, Father Yah. I thank you for even allowing me to even get back to doing what you called and chosen me to do. I thank you for allowing me to get back into your word and, and to release the things that you want me to release unto the people. I ask you to forgive me for all of my sins. Everything I said, done, and thought that wasn't of you, Father Yah, I ask you to forgive me. Let me decrease while the Urock Hakadesh increase right now in me. <clears throat> and let me give this word. Not in, not in feelings and not in flesh, but by your spirit. I just pray that the, my warrior and angels will surround me. I keep on the whole armor of Yahuwah right now. And I come against every demonic attack, any witchcraft and any evil altars that's trying to come against me right now or even been erected. That your strong right hand tears them down as my ministering angels ministers to me as I minister to the people. And everything that I pour out for your glory, the Urock will pour back into me. And let, as always, let not my will, but let your will be done. In Yeshua's mighty name, I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So let's go to Isaiah. Like I said, I feel so good right now. Or either Yesha, Yesha Yahoo. That's his Hebrew name. Like I said, we're going to chapter 29. And I'm going to read verse 13. Chapter 29, and verse 13. And it reads, Wherefore Yahuwah said, For as much as this people draw near me with their mouth, and with their lips do honor me, but have removed their heart far from me, and their fear towards me is taught by the precept of men. I'm going to read that one more time. Says, wherefore Yahuwah said, For as much as this people draw near me with their mouth and with their lips do honor me, but have removed their heart far from me, and their fear towards me is taught by the precept of men. Hmm. Let me go to verse 14. Let me read this. Therefore, behold, I will proceed to do a marvelous work among this people, even a marvelous work and a wonder. For the wisdom of their wise men shall perish, and the understanding of their prudent men shall be hid. Woe unto them that seek deep to hide their counsel from Yahuwah, and their works are in the dark. And they say, who sees us and who knows us? <laughs> And I'm going to stop right there. Who sees you and who knows you? Now let's go to Matthew 5, chapter 15. Matthew chapter 15. Yes, sir. And yes, ma'am. I tell you, it feels good. Feels good to be back on here. Like I say, I just don't know. But all is well. I said Matthew chapter 15. Verses, I'm going to read verses 7 through 9 and we're going to flow. Well, let me start it. Let me see. Should I start at the beginning? 
Okay. Yeah, let's start at the beginning of that. Verse 15, we had chapter 15, excuse me. We're going to start at verse 1. Then came to Yeshua, scribes and Pharisees, which were in Jerusalem, saying, Why do your disciples transgress the tradition of the elders? For they wash not their hands when they eat bread. But he answered and said unto them, Why do ye also transgress the commandment of Yahuwah by your tradition? For Yahuwah commanded, saying, Honor your father and your mother. And he that curses father or mother, let him die the death. But ye say, Whosoever shall say to his father or his mother, It is a gift by whatsoever you might be profited by me. And honor not his father or his mother, he shall be free. Thus have ye made the commandment of Yahuwah of no, of no effect by your tradition. Ye hypocrites, now we at verse 7, ye hypocrites, well did Yeshayahu or Isaiah prophesy unto you, saying, This people draws nigh unto me with their mouth, and honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. But in vain they do worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandments of men. Now those two, now those two, um, you want to say passages of scriptures correlate so much. And excuse me if you hear the chair rocking or whatnot, whatever the case may be. But Yah is definitely speaking in this hour, no more lip service. He's tired of us being hypocrites, how we want to judge and call out other people for doing the wrong things. But he's not even in our hearts to do the things that he has called and chosen us to do. We go and do other things that we want to do, but then we profess in front of everybody else that we serve him. You know, that including those in Christianity, including those who say they quote unquote awaken. Or, you know, they come to the knowledge of the truth that they are, <clears throat> we are, you know, Israel, you know, Hebrew Israelites, which I hate even using that term saying, I'm a, you know, I don't say I'm a Hebrew Israelite. I always say I'm a descendant of the 12 tribes because everybody look as when people say they Hebrew Israelites, they, the first thing that come in their mind is a religion or a cult. Like that's not a religion, a Hebrew Israelite. That it was that is a nation of people that Yah had chose to represent him in the earth and to show the other nations who the true and living Elohim is <clears throat> and how to obey his laws, statutes, and commandments and how to live holy and righteously. We are the ones that were supposed to represent him in the nations. So but he said it, remember he said it in Isaiah or Yeshayahu that we honored him with they honored him with their lips but their hearts was hard far from him and even yeshua had to call out the pharisees and the scribes and in, in them they was the same way because they tried to accuse the disciples of not washing their hands before they ate and he brought up about the traditions of men and you see how they flipped the the law of Yah about if you don't honor your father and mother then you should die but they said if you don't honor them you should be set free or in other words you sh you can live 
And y'all talked about, I mean, excuse me, Yeshua talked about, you know, you made the commandment of Yah of no effect by your tradition. Like, once again, the traditions of man. And this is what goes on that's still happening right now to this day, even after all this stuff that it's going through. And it just seemed like to me that right there, how y'all was showing me, like, we always say things to justify what we want to do. This is why his heart is far from us. Yeshua said, if you love him, obey his commandments. I mean, it's like when we really think about it out here, we always constantly continue on to use some verse out of these holy, precious scriptures to justify the things that we do. You know, either you take one verse, run with it, or you don't fully explain it. I mean, you know, start like from the chapter or whatnot. Like I said, this is just like a prophetic forecast. It's just a word that y'all wants me to say. He's tired of us saying we, we love him. We adore him. You know, we'll do anything for him. We'll worship him in spirit and in truth. Y'all send me, I will go. And we know we're liars. We know we're hypocrites. We know we do the complete opposite of what we say that we do. A lot of people on, this, on a lot of those camps, a lot of these Christians, so-called street preaching, these so-called gospel singers, these so-called singers or rappers that are saying they serving y'all. We're just keeping it real. It's just all the way around. This is not no one thing. And I'm talking about us as the people of y'all, as Israel. I'm not talking about the Gentiles. No, we're talking about those who he has called and chosen, which is us. We say we in love with the Messiah. We say we, you know, we love Yeshua. We say we want to do the things of him, but our fruit doesn't show it. And there's going to be a lot of people that's going to miss that mark because we continue to choose to do what we want to do. We continue to choose to lie Yah's word. I mean, is did anybody really pay attention to what Yeshua said in Matthew 15? Verse 4 again says, For Yahuwah commanded, saying, Honor your father and your mother, and he that curses father or mother, let him die to death. Now, verse 5 says, But ye say, the Pharisees and them say, Whosoever shall say to his father or his mother, It is a gift by whatsoever ye might be profited by me, and honor not his father or his mother, he shall be free. Now, what does that sound like? We could take it right back to the garden. We could take it right back to when Eve told the serpent that y'all said that if they ate from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, they were they would die. They would surely die. And what did the serpent say? Thou shalt not surely die. You'll be this and you'll be that. You'll be like the other gods, the other Elohims. You know. So Satan, Hashatan, the serpent had switched y'all's word just that quick. Now, remember, these are people who, you know, back in that time who bragged, you know, and we can take it up to speed even up to now. They think they knew all the laws. You know, they looked down on people that, that wasn't as educated as they were or uh, knew the Torah as they did or whatnot. But you see how even Yeshua knew that they already had twisted a commandment that Yah had said, like he said, for their traditions. This is the man-made traditions. So we don't have to keep talking about 
man-made religion and talk about Christianity and all this and that like most people do. Yeshua was talking about the scribes and Pharisees who constantly said that they serve Yahuwah. And they came to him, judging him, but why do your disciples don't wash their hands before they eat? And Yeshua came back right back at them. Well, why you, what it says, why do ye also transgress the commandment of Yahuwah by your tradition? See, this is what a lot of them doing right now. They say they keep the feast days. They, they, they say, you know, they, they keep the Shabbat, so the Sabbaths. They do all these things for Yah. But then yet and still, you see there's no change in their life. When they were still out there smoking, drinking, fornicating, uh, you know, doing all things that is against Yah, filthy conversations coming out of their mouth, they still doing it today. They would still stand on that corner with the Bible in their hand, with the divine book in their hand, and would cuss people plumb out. No reverence of Yah, no fear. What did also Yeshua say? No fear. Well, in um, in in, in Isaiah, talked about the fear. They do not fear Yah. That's what I'm saying. Where's the change? This is why he's saying it's no more. It's time out for lip service. The service of Yah is not coming from our hearts. It's all about ourselves. It's all about this flesh, and he's sick of it. And I got something. Like, this ain't gonna be no. Our message might not even be 30 minutes. I'm at the 18 minute mark right now. I mean, it's not really too much to say about this. It's just we got to really get our houses in order. I just pray this just really opens some people's eyes that we can't play with Yahuwah. We can't play with Yeshua. We can't keep playing this game that we live in. We're holier than thou. Or, you know, we, because we wear our fringes and, like I say, we keeping the Shabbat. We got our beads on, you know, we wear the clothes, you know, we, 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 we say we obeying the commandments. But where is the change? Where is the renewing of your mind? It's like, why do you continue to live and say and do the things that you did while you was in sin? It's like, you know, you done came to knowing who we are. You done came to the knowledge of the truth. Well, I put it like this. You done learned who you are, but you still haven't came to the knowledge of the truth, as the word says in 2 Timothy, because you haven't came to know Yeshua. You haven't came to know Hamashiach. He said those that is in Hamashiach is a new creature. Old things, old things pass away. Behold, all things become new. Where is the new man? Where's the newness? Where's that renewed man? You know, I'm not breaking down. I'm not here tonight breaking down a whole bunch of what well, this word means, this and that in Hebrew. I'm just giving you what y'all had me to give. It said what no deep study or whatnot. It's just it's, he just tired of us crucifying his son afresh and bringing him to an open shame. If the Bible says for us not to be conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of our minds, why our minds is not trans uh, uh, renewed? Why is that not been transformed? There was a young lady a few months ago. I did a prophetic forecast on YouTube, and her and a sister of mine, you know, they had words back and forth, and you know, 
she in, the lady inboxed me or whatnot, and you know she said she served y'all and this, this and that. And she's plum cussing me out, and the lady has sickle cell. Always was posting up that you know she was um she was um oh man that she like I said that she was serving y'all, but she's sick with sickle cell. Oh, yeah, that's it. Thank you, y'all. Always posting up about her being sick, how she's hurting and this and that. But she's cussing me out like a dog. She did the voice record. She wasn't texting me. She just did the voice record, cussing me out. And, I mean, you know, like I said, I haven't been on here for a while. But um, I had a grandson that passed away. My, 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 my son's youngest son, his name was Xavion. He, he passed away at eight days old in July, near the end of July. And I did the prophetic forecast and... She had said that's why your 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 grandson's dead. Then you know called me a female dog, and I was like, you doing all this cussing and stuff, and and you know you coming at me. I said you got to be careful. I'm like, and you wonder why you sick or you not healed. So you know she's in one of those camps or whatnot, and how they talk about as long as they keep the commandments and this and that, then you know they'll be free or they'll have good health and they'll have all this and all that. But why are you sick? See, this is another problem that I have with a lot of Hebrew Israelites. Like, I mean, now I know we all have left Christianity as far as, like I said, the religion. But there is some teaching, especially when it comes to spiritual warfare with these demons we fighting. I don't, I don't really hear any of them really talk about spiritual warfare. I mean, it's like, was you even? Did they even, they even teach about different demonic spirits that's that we have to fight up against on an everyday basis. You know, I don't even really hear them giving no prayer points. You know, I don't knock everything about. I said, like I said, I'm not the religion of Christianity, but there's a lot of things I did learn in the church about how to pray, how to prophetically pray, and all these things. But now, since I come to the knowledge of the truth, and I know who the Bible is talking about concerning us, y'all is showing me in a whole different light because now I can put myself in the place. Now I don't have to imagine. You know how back in the day Christianity would tell you imagine what Israel was going through and this and that. We don't have to imagine when we still going through the same thing that they was going through back then, through their captivity and all. I think the most high that, you know, he he removed that yoke off of my mind. But there's things he told me and I can't forget about. Like I say, I dealt with generational curses. I dealt with things that was in my life. And I did listen to people who professes who professes Christianity. They say they Christians and whatnot. But y'all did still use them and gave them forth word. You know, I'm not I'm not, I'm not on here to, to argue debate on my own podcast about that because people were like, well, you know, you wasn't really serving God in this neck because you weren't calling on this neck, you know, to each his own. Because a lot of you just saying that still ain't serving y'all now. You saying, well, Jesus ain't this and it wasn't that and you wasn't calling on his name so you really wasn't serving. Well, you calling on his name now and you still not serving him. You still walking in the ways of evil. Like I said, I don't see how in the world people can hold that Bible in their hands and, and F this, F that, just cussing up a storm and then cussing people out, you know, like it's, like it's okay. And think y'all ain't gonna do nothing to you about that? Like you really blaspheming his name. You making his name in vain. You say you serving him, but your fruit, you get mad, ready to fight and jump on people because they don't want to follow you or whatnot. It's not about you, it's about him. It's about Yeshua. It's about him getting the glory. That's why I say a lot of people don't even know how to witness to others in the spirit.
They always operating in the flesh. They always reading the word from the flesh. This is why Yeshua was showing them from a spiritual perspective the relationship that they had to have with the Father through him. No matter how much of the law that they knew. We read from the Old Testament, all of them had, you know, from Moses and all them, uh, Elijah, Elisha, all of them, Ezekiel, Isaiah, all of them had a relationship with Yah through their prayers and fastings. It was more than them just telling the people about the laws because those prophets came and gave forth a word. And majority of the time that word was destruction on them because of their disobedience. You think they didn't know the Torah neither? You think they didn't keep the feast days and none of that? But they wasn't living any kind of way. This is what Yeshua, that's why Yeshua was calling the Pharisees and them hypocrites, generations of vipers, dogs. He was calling them all of that because why? They said they was representing the most high. They said they was representing the father, his father, and they wasn't nothing but a bunch of dead men's bones. That outer appearance tried to make themselves look good. But in the inside, they dead man's bones, dead man walking, zombies. So all I'm saying is that we really need to get it right. Like I said, quit really, really get, really get Yeshua, really get the Father, really get the Yurok Hakadesh in you. Not saying none of those, like I said, I'm not saying none of these people do not know the word. They know the word better than I do, but spiritually. And really getting revelation, I, 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 <laughs> we can, we all can go toe to toe, but we're supposed to be united, not divided. It seemed like when you came to the knowledge of the truth, you look like you would be more the united together. Because we always talk about the church and division and their denominations, where Israel is still divided too. You might say they got denominations, they got those that call themselves camps, they got those shikaris, they got the GOCC. Now look, that's just three that I know off the top. But do we all say we serve the same Elohim? See, it's no different. So we can't keep bashing the church or Christianity or whatever when we doing the same thing as them. But all that is a trick of the enemy. Like I said, excuse me, like the word says, the Pharisees and them knew the word too. But spiritually, they didn't even know that was the son of, of Yah standing right there in their face. Remember, we the ones, Israel, the Israelites was the one that crucified Yeshua. It wasn't no white men. It wasn't the Ashkenazi Jews. It was us. It was the Hebrews that crucified him. It was the Hebrews who said to let Barabbas go and to keep Yeshua, crucify him, and let his blood be on us and our children. They didn't even know what they were saying. They was cursing themselves. And look what has happened to us since then. All the way back from Deuteronomy 28, it was manifesting with Yeshua. And <laughs> now look. Y'all, and then, like I'm always saying, we always, you know, a lot of Hebrews is, you know, they waiting for this second exodus and this and that. My my thing has always been we don't even know if we're gonna live to see to see when uh the most high come get us. Seriously. We don't we don't we don't know if we're gonna live to see that. So we better occupy until he comes now and start living holy and righteously. 
He said, be ye holy for I am holy. He said it in the Old Testament. I can't remember. I can't remember off the top of my head when he said it. And it's in the New Testament with Peter. First Peter or Kepha. He said the same thing. So why are we not living holy and righteously? We speak it, but in our hearts, it's far from us. So that's all I had to say tonight. You know, I don't want to sound like no uh, a repeated record. Like I said, I just wanted to read. You know, y'all gave me definitely more verses, but he just really wanted me to speak on tonight concerning that. You know, because a lot of us, a lot of us ain't no babes. Half of the people that's teaching stuff now say they was in the church this amount of years, and now they've been quote unquote knowing they awakened for this amount of years, and your life still, your lifestyle still hasn't changed. You still is heartless, ruthless. A drunkard, still fornicating, still got filthy conversations coming out of your mouth. Some of you still, you know, <laughs> molesters. Let's just keep it real. That don't that don't exempt us. Since we want to talk about the Catholic Church all the time, there's a lot of blasphemy Hebrews out here too doing the same thing. You know, you keep talking about y'all's going to judge Esau and all this and that. He said he come to judge the wicked, and if he was opening up. The ground is swallowing up. Achan getting killed. These was Israelites. Those that was messing with the Moabite women. He was killing them. Striking them down. When David did the census, he struck some Israelites down. Israelites. What makes you think he ain't going to strike you down now? If you think you're going to make it in or whatever and, and you live in any old kind of way. You representing him just like you say the church folks do or Christianity does. You know different, so you don't have a right to judge. The Bible said, Yeshua said he didn't judge according to appearance, but judge righteous judgment. So if you're saying you, you living righteously and holy, then it's time for us to start showing it because people still don't see it. Is you really winning souls to Yeshua or is you trying to win souls to you? Really for the devil is one of the two. But um, that's all I had. Um, like I say, prepare for definitely more and more and more. Like I said, I'm excited about this. It's, like I said, it's been a long time. Like I said, since March. And what is this, the 10th month? So what, it's been seven months since I've been off? But like I said, you know, let me see. Yep, seven months, which we know the seven means completion. So like I said, things is being completed. It's time for me to get back on the ball. You know, be about the father's business. But um, like I say, I love y'all. Um, please share this. <clears throat> those that listen to it. I pray that it blesses you. Like I say, ain't no it ain't nothing deep and ain't, I ain't hooping and hollering. But I do pray that the fire that's coming out of my mouth just to say for us to quit, you know, faking the funk, you know, far as like I say us talking about it and for us our actions to start showing and for us to be sincere in our hearts that we truly want to serve y'all you know that's where my heart is at for us to be at right now in this hour because there's still going to be a lot of people left in that wilderness and I'm talking about Israelites so let's win souls for Yeshua let's win souls into Yahuwah let's start uh, teaching our children the ways they should go and stop being selfish and start loving one another and coming together as one.
for the kingdom of Yahuwah. Y'all have a blessed night. Shalom. Shalom, shalom, kingdom greetings. Welcome to On The Watch Podcast. I am your host, Prophet James Summers, a.k.a. Yaakov Yasharel. Man, this is October the 11th, 2022. Man, it's been over almost a year since the last time I did a podcast. Man, <laughs> I feel bad, but y'all is still moving in my life um i just want to give y'all praise glory and honor my the king of kings and the masters of masters my lord and savior yeshua hamashiach i just want to give them all the praise and the glory and the honor and the Yurak hakadesh the set apart spirit or the holy spirit uh for leading me and guiding me into all truth um like I said, this is going to be the beginning of, if you want to say, season three. Like I say, man, uh, this is just a quick testimony that I have. And also to encourage people, <clears throat> excuse me, this well, this evening, 6.34 p.m. on a Tuesday. A lot has went on in my life within the past year, really in the past two years since. 20 early 2020 when I um, left Facebook and y'all had um, had me to start up my podcast of on the watch podcast but as I said as time went on it's just a lot of things he showed me about myself with my inconsistency and things like that and that's what I wanted to talk about tonight like I say this is a testimony as well as words of encouragement uh, by the word of y'all inspiration uh before i get started the music that you hear in the background i do not own the copyrights to this um i'm on it's you hear from you hear it off of youtube excuse me uh brother cal love it uh i love instrumental worship uh it's just something about that and plus i'm into music myself now you know making beats or whatnot but he's definitely anointed by the most high to make instrumental worship uh, you know we the bible says to sing a new song unto yah unto the father we should already have a new song in our hearts we should i feel like we should be led by the spirit when we sing you know most most churches is the majority is always i say at least 98 percent of their songs is they sing is from people, if you want to say gospel artists or whatnot, songs that's already put out. But if the people really get on one accord, on one mind, one heart, one soul, and with one spirit, because we all in one with Yah and He is in us, there will be a prophetic flow. There will be a flow of one accord where there will be new songs sung. You know, those that have Yah has to lead in singing in the worship the congregation will come along with that that's just my opinion that's just where i'm at far as where i know what worship true worship is instead of just singing songs with some of these so-called gospel artists that's not really living for y'all but that's a whole different topic um i will say that this this season that y'all has me in with me starting back up it's going to be 
kind of it's going to be kind of different but it's going to be more topics that needs to be talked about uh, a lot of spiritual talk uh, a lot of things that's happening in the world it's going to be it's going to be more broadened on, for on the watch podcast as well as aurora in the earth radio that's going to be coming about as well that i will let people know and even on facebook in the coming days ahead um i just want to get started right now <clears throat> like i say all praises to the most high i just wanted to give like i said a testimony of what's been going on in my life and to encourage somebody the title of this is starting over um and there's nothing wrong with starting over I just do know we just can't lay down. We have to get back in this race that Yah has called and chosen us to do. Amen. So I'm going to prayer right quick, Father Yah, in the mighty name of Yeshua, Hamashiach, your son, my Lord and Savior. I give y'all praise, glory, and honor tonight. I thank you for even allowing me to get back on the podcast and get back on my post as a watchman on the wall. Father, Father Yah, I pray right now that the words that come out of my mouth is definitely from the Urock speaking as I decrease the, the Urock Hakadesh, the Holy Spirit, the set apart spirit increases right now. And I pray that every word that comes out of my mouth will bring a fire, not ignited, not only in me, but those that will listen to this um, podcast, Father, those that feel like they fire has went out, they zeal, they hunger, they thirst for you, those that feel like giving up, I pray that this word will light that fire in them to encourage them that they is a lion. Even though we started off as sheep, we have grown into lions, we have grown into warriors, we are soldiers for the kingdom of Yahuwah. Let us have on the whole armor of Yah right now so we, so we can withstand against the wiles of the devil. So, Father, let every word that I speak destroy the kingdom of darkness. Let it destroy every spirit of witchcraft, every cauldron pot, every monitoring spirit through animals that the enemy is trying to use to see me and see others, Father. It's trying to stop them from even listening to this podcast when it, when it comes up, Father, that it be destroyed. That every evil plot and scheme is destroyed by your power and your might. In the mighty name of Yeshua HaMashiach. And once again, I just thank you and I honor you for even allowing me to come back and do And give me another chance to do what you have called and chosen me to do. In Yeshua's mighty name, I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I pray not to be before you long. Just getting to the point. Like I said, the title of this is Starting Over. I just want to start by um, those that have followed me, <clears throat> that see me on Facebook, you know, uh, basically when I was heavy in ministry, if you want to say dealing with church, if you want to say in that type of atmosphere back in what, from 2016 all the way up to 2019. No, I want to say, yeah, about 2014. 2015 but i know for sure 2016 far as when i was it was constant you hear what i'm saying constant flow even i was with i was in ministry with another person uh, i ain't got to mention their names or nothing like that you know i um i even talked about this when i got back on facebook on my page but anyway i just pray that people hear this is just more in depth on certain things but anyway, like I said, I don't have to bring that person up. People that follow me, they know who I was in ministry with. They know the ministries. They know the ministry that we was doing together or whatnot. 
And I remember when y'all told me he wanted me, you know, my season was up with them and for me to start the podcast of On The Watch and uh, A Roar In The Earth Radio. I had both of those as podcasts at one time. Uh, I had both of them on the uh, Spreaker and I had On The Watch just on Anchor. I didn't have the other one. Excuse me, I did not have On The Watch on, on, on Anchor. But anyway, uh, with the title being Starting Over, it's called Starting Over because uh, I fell off. Something that most people don't want to admit. I didn't fall, I, you know, because it was like I fell off the, ra- the radar. I wasn't consistent in my teachings. I wasn't, I wasn't consistent in bringing forth what y'all has called and chosen me to do. But there was a lot of changes and a lot of things going on in my life. Ain't making that it's no excuse, but just a lot of things that I had to get myself right with for such a time as this. Like I say, the person I was in ministry with, you know, when I separate ways, like I say, our season was up or whatnot. And I was, you know, I was doing on the watch podcast. And it was kind of consistent for a while. You know, in 2020, I feel like it was it was good. Then all of a sudden, I could see myself. I saw myself slowing down. You know, I, then it got to the point that I was barely doing them at all. Not just to be honest. Um, and I can tell you when. <laughs> you know, I mean, far as when I was doing the uh, teachings or whatever the case may be. I first started this on May the 6th of 2020. And at that time, like I said, I was consistent. May, June, July, August, September. And it seemed like from September the 17th of 2020, I didn't do another podcast till January 19th, uh, 2021. Then after that, it was two months late, almost two months from that, March the 24th. And then from March all the way to October, the 27th, 2021, that was the last time I made a podcast called No More Lip Service. And that was season two, episode three. Episode three, and I'm telling you, this is about to be season three. Wow. And this is October the 11th. So I had 16 more days would have been actually a whole year before I've done a podcast. And I only want to really say a podcast when you think about it, doing the work of Yah, doing what he called and chose me to do. And like I said, I'm not here to make no excuses or nothing, but I just got to talk about how was I on fire one minute and then how everything deteriorated. So y'all had showed me myself. Like I say, one thing I will say, the first thing we got to do, people, is we got to examine ourselves daily. What do I mean by that? It's more than just walking, talking, and living right. You know, we got to make sure we're doing right to others, for others. We got to make sure we're doing right towards y'all. And and we got to make sure that our heart is in the things that he called and chosen us to do. And so with the examination I had to do for myself, y'all were showing me the key thing that I always said I never wanted to do again was idolatry. 
the person I was in ministry with, y'all would show me that I actually idolized that person. Because when y'all was showing me how consistent, week in and week out, week in and week out, conference calls, doing this and doing that. I mean, I, I constantly was doing the work of y'all, but it was calls for somebody else. You see what I'm saying? Then when y'all gets me on my own to do what, how, what I was supposed to be called to do, like I say, it diminished. It slowly deteriorated. I one minute I was consistent. Like I say, for about a month or so, and then all of a sudden, it would be about two months before I do another. Three, four, six months. Then, like I say, now it's been almost a year. So it was in and out, in-betweens, here and there, here and there, here and there. And y'all was showing me that I was still, I put that person before him when I was doing the ministry with them. So I had to repent for that because, okay, it was like, I was seeing myself not really doing the work of Yah from my heart. When I'm thinking I was doing things to please him, even though Yah was giving me revelations of stuff and everything, because even though I was seeking him, but my motives and my heart wasn't really for him, because if that was the case, I would have continued even after the fact, because I was like that before. I've always been seeking Yah for myself. But like I said, there comes times that, you know, <laughs> we we in, we we tend to put people, places, and things before y'all. Now, one thing I'm saying, I'm not saying I backslid or nothing like that within that time frame. This is what I'm saying. We got when I say about examining ourselves, you don't always have to be quote unquote back out in the world, or you don't turn your back on y'all. Far as willfully sinning, to but you can turn your back on him with from not doing the work. And we can go to like I said, you know I'm gonna bring scripts. Like I said, I just want to encourage somebody some people today let's go to uh luke chapter 9 verse 62 but i think i want to read a little bit before this because we know that's a parable that yeshua gave the disciples hallelujah hallelujah and like i say those that might be new to listening to me and whatnot um you might hear me speak a little bit more Hebrew every now and then. You know, instead of me saying the Holy Spirit, I say the Yurok HaKadosh. I don't say Jesus often anymore. I say Yeshua. I'm not about to argue with nobody. You know, this is not what this podcast is about. I'm not going to tell you what Jesus ain't his name. And this, I don't, I'm not into that. The Most High has told me to start calling him by his name. And that's what I do. When you hear me say Yah, not God, I'm just calling him by his name, not Jah. But Yah, or you might hear people say Yahuwah, Yahuwah, or Ahaya, or Yahaya. You see what I mean? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm about to get into it with people because there's still just so much into that. So. That's just a disclaimer, but that's not going to stop me because if people listen to my earlier podcast, I always spoke calling him by his name and stuff like that. I'm just saying those that are new don't get all religious on me like, oh, he's a Hebrew Israelite. You know, you get to start labeling people, but we are all are Hebrews. We are the descendants of the 12 tribes of Israel. But once again, that's a whole different topic. I'm sticking to what y'all has given me to encourage those to as in starting over 
But back to what I was saying about the things that I was going through. Let me see. I want to start at... Let me start at 57. I'm going to read verses 57 through 62 in Luke chapter 9. And I'm going to be reading out of the uh, the Sefer or the Sefer Bible, which, you know, these words, uh, most of the words is in Hebrew concerning the names and stuff like that. But I'm going to start at verse 57. And it says, And it came to pass that as they went and in the way, a certain man said unto him, Undeny or Lord, I will follow you whithersoever you go. And Yeshua said unto him, Foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the son of Adam or the son of man has not where to lay his head. And he said unto another, Follow me. But he said, Adon ye, or O Lord, suffer me first to go and bury my father. Yeshua said unto him, Let the dead bury the dead, but go and preach the kingdom of Yahuwah, or the kingdom of God. And another said, Lord, I will follow you, but let me first go bid them farewell, which are at home at my house. And Yeshua said unto him, No man, having put his hand to the plow and looking back, is fit for the kingdom of Yahuwah. Now, I wanted to read that because that was a... Uh, I want to say that was a parable, or it might have been people that the Most High, well, excuse me, not the Most High, but Yeshua actually saw. But it was a perfect example of how we make excuses not to do what Yah has called us to do at that given time. In other words, our obedience, when he asks us to do things and then we make up some excuse as to not do it. Or we have started to do something, but we'll make up an excuse uh, to slow down or whatever the case may be. Yeshua saw each every man's motives. You know, it was and when when he in the main part about in sixty two, no man having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom. This is what was convicting me. And like I said, it wasn't me going back to sin. It was just me going back to not doing what Yah has called me to do, because my hands had been been to the plow. It's been to the plow for a mighty long time. But within this season, when y'all really, to me, especially from two years ago, from 2020 up to now, when y'all, I feel like when the things that he really wanted to show me and things I should have, have accomplished for the kingdom within this two year span, I haven't accomplished because of me looking back. Uh, and that was due to idolatry. I didn't have a fire of y'all that I thought I had within myself to really be doing his work. And for me to be walking with him for a pretty good while, you know, since 2006, 2007, when I gave my life to him, this is 2022. So, it's, you know, I feel like I'm a veteran in this and I should be more mature. I did slack up tremendously, not 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 living right, but just doing the work. Doing the work that is a lifestyle. There is no retirement plans in this. You know, it's kind of funny how all these people, <laughs> all these people, no, okay, thank you, y'all. Y'all telling me to be quiet. That, that's for another topic at another time. But anyway, it's just funny how I had to, once again, examine myself. 
because I know I'm living right the best way that I know how and I keep on striving. But I wasn't striving in doing his work. So in February uh, this year, 2022, my mind was made up because I kept telling my wife as even the months that I was um, not doing the work of y'all. I was like, baby, we got to I got it. We got to get back to doing what y'all's called us to do. Me and my wife, we have a. Uh, uh, marriage ministry together called the price of oneness we was doing that on fb for a while you know but then we both slacked up we both haven't done it like i said about two years you know and i just kept telling her because wow i was being convicted i'm like baby we gotta get back to work we gotta get back to doing the work of y'all so in february 2022 my mind was made up to start the podcast back up because like i said i've been continuously being convicted the u-rock hakadesh or the holy spirit just kept nudging me to get back to work get back to work get back to work get back to doing what y'all has called me to do and and the holy spirit is pushing a lot of you right there now and i always you know then set you know also when we you know uh step number two i'm sorry i'm getting my words mixed up we got to find out what has been stopping us from doing the work of y'all can't always blame everything on the devil you see what i'm saying because we always in a fight that's why i'm saying i've been in this game long enough to where i can't blame everything on the devil i already knew how to fight i was in the shelter for 10 months you know fighting the you know to get me you know the y'all where i'm having me somewhere to stay and you know really rest my head all the things i went through back then then when i was in raleigh north carolina uh shout out to pastor haynes and prophet monique haynes um I, I love them to death, man. They don't, those, those, those two people, uh, those two leaders, man, I love them to death. They did so much for me. They, they encouraged me. They inspired me. They, they, they taught me more. They taught me more how to operate as a prophet. They the one that taught me about the prophetic worship, uh, the harp and bow, where I, how I am now, like I say, especially listening to instrumental, to be inspired by the U-Rock, not to get stuff from everybody else, but to hear from him. I mean, I done had those experiences. So it was like, and I knew, and I know how to fight. I always pray, Father, teach my hands to war and my fingers to fight, just like David had prayed and sung his, um, his, his, um, Psalms unto, unto y'all about that. I know about that, but I had to wonder what was holding me back. Like I said, I couldn't blame that on the devil. So that's, to me, step number two. Once you examine yourself as to why you stopped, now it's time to get back to it. So now is the one, now the question is, why did you stop? You see what I'm saying? And like I say, that motivation that I thought I was, I had when I was, you know, with in ministry with a certain individual like i said i was doing everything for him because i idolized him you know things that he was saying that was encouraging me or whatnot you know i took that more to heart and in other words i took his voice over y'all's voice and that's happened to to me too many times but and also you know i i blame that on my upbringing far as when I didn't have no one to really minister to me as a child, you know, growing up, uh, my grandparents raised me and stuff like that, but my grandpa wasn't in the church or whatnot. He, you know, 
he never talked to me of that certain type of way. You know, he taught me how to be a man far as working and stuff like that, but talking how to talk to people, how to really like carry yourself, I didn't get none of that because I dealt with a lot of rejection. A lot of word curses were spoken over me, you know, which we all go through. And that's why I say more of my teachers, more of these uh, on the Watch podcast and uh, Aurora in the Earth radio is going to be on some topics that is happening every day right now, especially with our children in this day and time. What these generation, what they're going through, our children that we birthed in this earth and those that's coming behind them. Um, so I had to get back to a place in y'all that I knew I wasn't, I wasn't at anymore. I strayed away from being intimate with y'all. I strayed away from keeping him first or putting him first. And this is why Yeshua said in Revelations, you need to return back to your first love. You know, when we first get saved or whatnot, everybody is joyful. Everybody's pumped, crunked up. You know, they ready to do the work of y'all. They ready to do this and do that. But then as years and years go by, uh, we get, you know, we get bored sometimes with the case. It should never be bored. It should always be something new. He said, behold, all things pass away. Behold, all things become new. Old things pass away. Excuse me. Behold, all things become new. It should be something newer and, and refreshing coming from Yah into us because he is eternal. It's everlasting. You can't never say it's going to be born in heaven if we're going to be in there for eternity. What's it going to be boring about? can't be it's got to be something that we know that's everlasting we got to have that love for y'all just like he loves for us to what continue to strive and no matter what to put our faith in him like i said all that growth that i knew i had but then i just slowed down so there were still things within me that i was battling with i felt unworthy it was like the things that i thought i i had actually grew out of or matured out of i was still battling and i can admit that you know, a lot of people won't admit their faults or whatnot, which would bring me back to another scripture. Let's go to Psalm. I mean, excuse me, not Psalms, but Proverbs uh, chapter 24, verse 16. Like I said, just certain things I just want us to read to let, you know, to encourage us all. To let us know that the Most High haven't left us. We left him. But time and time again. He give us a chance to come back to him. He's continued to knocking at our doors. We just gotta hurry up and answer. Yeah, <laughs> before it's too late. Like I said, put our hands back to the plow. What's this? Proverbs chapter 24 and verse 16. It says, For a just man falls seven times and rises up again, but the wicked shall fall into mischief. I'm going to read that again. The first part for a just man falls seven times and rises up again. The key words is just man, a just man. My brother, my sister, those that's just a just man or a just woman in God, those that's serving him. Even those that think, you know, that has a, this has backslid, but they still praying. They still, you know, trying to fast and get back right. You know, they fighting the, the, the word, the, the whispering spirits of the enemy trying to come to them and saying that they no good for y'all. Things like that. Get back up. 
we can always start over as long as there is breath in our bodies. I'm encouraging y'all because I am starting over right now. As a man that I know, like I say, all the things that I went through to get where I'm at in y'all. And then all of a sudden, you know, I'm not at that. I know I'm not at that place I was with him at at one time. The the visions, the the experiences. It, I ain't never had no, I, well, I might have had an out-of-body out of experiences, but I'm a dreamer, so I've done had open vision. I know the dreams that y'all has showed me. That's how I came to know that we were the chosen people of the book from dream, from a dream that he gave me when I was definitely in the church, a full-fledged Christian. In Christianity, well, I put it like this, in Christianity, the, the religion of Christianity, I was definitely religious, and, and but I know where I was at in y'all because the closeness I was with him and the hunger and the thirst and the passion. I mean, it was all about Yah. I didn't have, I, at that time of my life, I didn't put nobody before him. And I mean, nobody. I definitely made time for him and he showed me so much. And But I'll never forget the dream that he gave me when he showed me the 12 tribes of Israel. And every single one of them was uh, black skin, dark skin or brown, it, you know, the color of us, us black people. But it still took 10 years. That was back in 2010 when he gave me that dream. But he waited to 10 years later to not only confirm what he, the dream that he had given me, but let me know that we are his chosen far as us being Israel. Like I said, that's a whole different story, a whole, different, a whole other time concerning the breakdown of that. You know, especially that's why I had to unlearn to relearn. And that's one of the main reasons why I got off of Facebook. So I knew if y'all put me back on there, it was things that I know he was going to be showing me and having me to teach that it's not going to be for everybody. You know, because I know I was going to be seeing things from a Hebrew perspective far as us being Israel and putting us in a situation, you know, for us to read what's concerning us. But, you know, to stay on topic, um, like I said, I just want to encourage somebody. You can get up. You're a just man. You're a just woman. The father sees and he knows we are, we are prodigal sons and daughters. Like I said, we didn't have to backslide and, and get back out in the world. And some of us have. But he's already called and chosen us. He had chosen us and he know. He said, many are called, but few are chosen. And yes, he called us, but he chose us because he's still knocking on your door. Can't nobody that's done backslid. Can't nobody that tells me that they feeling down and out. They can't, can't nobody tell me right now that they feel like their fire has gone out and they ready to give up. Can't no, can't none of y'all tell me that he is not still knocking on your door telling you to come back unto him. He's done sent somebody to give you a word. Somebody that's probably not even serving him done said something that the U-Rock's going to hit your spirit and be like, don't you hear the Most High talking to you? They don't have to be always saved and a prophet or whatnot to give you a word that's coming from Yah. But Yah is going to use his own. He's going to speak to you in a dream. You all of a sudden going to read something. That words is going to stick out to you. For you know you done picked up your Bible. Or for you know you praying. Or things that the U-Rock Hakadesh, the Spirit, the Holy Spirit is bringing back to your remembrance what Yah has already done told you. Yeshua is still knocking on your door. He's knocking on our hearts. And he's telling me to get back to the plow. He said, if I was to look back, he said, if we look back, we're not fit for the kingdom. How can I say I want to 
be in eternity with him if I'm not doing the work. And I already know what he's calling towards me to do. And I've already been doing the work. But I put my hands down. I turned around and looked back. I don't want to be like Lot's wife. I don't want to turn into that pillar of salt. What did I turn back to? See, that's what I'm saying. It wasn't back out in the world to be uh, willfully sinning or whatnot. I really can't even answer that. That's why I say, I guess I was looking back on the things I was doing back then. So how was that affecting me now? Because who was I doing it for? So when I wanted to start back, when my mind was made up to start the podcast back up in uh, February of this year, it's when my wife had a stroke. And that set me back. And then a month later, in March, my mama down in North Carolina, she had a stroke. So all this has hit me. I wasn't down and out. I, you know, I just, I know my faith in y'all. I know where he has me at in certain areas of my life. In far as the gifts, the gifts of faith. I know I can speak life in the people, even into myself. I have to encourage myself. And that's what I'm doing now. And I say, I, I, I'm allowing y'all, I'm opening in that door for y'all to come back in. And that's all I'm saying for y'all. Even though there were setbacks, I feel like that was a setback, especially when my wife had the stroke and, and my mom. That was a little bit of a setback. But I feel like really believe that was y'all showing me how certain things could just happen. Because look, that happened to two women in my life that I could have lost. I could have not had my mom anymore or my wife. But they still here. They still serving y'all. They still praise him in spite of they, you know, little disabilities right now. I still gotta be that 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 breach. I gotta still stand in the gap for them, for my whole family. My daughter and I getting closer. We're getting closer than what we were because I'm not with her mom anymore. I mean, it's just a lot of things that y'all are showing me. That's why I say I still gotta get to work. I, I gotta work to do because I got testimonies and then there's more revelation he wants to show me to release to the people and that's all I basically want to say tonight is that I just want people to bring their head you know get their heads up I want to encourage somebody that the most high hasn't forgotten about us so we shouldn't forget about him even when we don't feel worthy we are worthy unto him this is why he keeps calling on you that's why he keeps knocking at the door and telling us to come back Cause it's gonna be a point in time that we're gonna be knocking on his door and it's gonna be too late. Like so like that song like Little Richard. You can keep a knocking, but you can't come in. Let's don't be like the five foolish. Let's be like the five wise. It's time for us to get our oil. It's time for us to get it back. And I pray that this word would be a a a a light. My my wife told me many years ago that the father told her according to Ezekiel forgot which verse and chapter I mean chapter and verse excuse me but he called her the keeper of the flame that the anointing that's on her is that she can ignite people's fires back into them hallelujah now just think when she thought when she done been feeling like her fire is out she's been encouraging me 
telling me how y'all's been dealing with her again and stuff and um, the things that she's dealing with spiritually and baby, I'm gonna be, you know, she's doing certain things right now and stuff like that. See how that's done spark back on her. When she thought her fire was out, especially when she had that stroke, a lot of things that my wife was going through mentally. And I had to be there for her and y'all showed me how to be there for her, how to pray for her, how to encourage her and all of that. Which a lot of people don't know what to do or how to do. You know? But this is where, like I say, we can't just keep um, having our heads down and feeling bad and Dang, I wish this and that would have happened. No. This is why he's giving us another chance. Now, don't let it be too late. And I, one thing I will say is I thought that, dang, this thing of my wife or my mom when it passed. I was, now, this is what I was thinking. I could be honest. And those that might hear this, you might leave me a message or something and might tell me. I was like, well, y'all, was you getting my, was you trying to get my attention? You know, well, since you don't want to serve, you know, because y'all will get your attention. Things he can take away that you love the most. If you was putting people, places, and things before him to get our attention. And that's what I was thinking at first. I was like, y'all, has I put my wife and these things before you? And you was really to remove? You know, I mean, I can't lie and say that that, 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 uh, excuse me, that that did not come up in my, in my U-Rock, in my spirit. But that's just how I felt at the time but it made me a better husband it made me that I know I had to step up no matter what if I had to do what I had to do to make sure my wife was okay to encourage her pray over her pray with her you know come against all demonic attacks in her mind asking the father to renew her mind so she wouldn't be thinking so negative that she would keep her faith strong in him. Because, you know, she kept asking, why did that happen to her? My wife had just lost 50 pounds before the stroke. You know, she was eating right and everything, and she still had a stroke. I mean, she had lost literally 50 pounds, not 50 pounds from stress, even though stress was the cause of the stroke. But, I mean, she was already eating right. She was doing things to lose the weight. So when she's feeling so much better and things like that, boom, here comes the stroke. And I was starting to blame myself. Like, y'all, is you talking to me? Like, because I really, you know, I'm going to just leave that at that because that's just, you know, more personal than me. But I'm saying that's because a lot of times we, we will put on ourselves things happening to us or things happening to people and we think we blame ourselves. But... It's the only thing y'all wants us to do is this things, certain things can happen. Or it can happen to you. The same thing can happen to you, but then I would not make it. You, my brother, might not make it. You, my sister, might not make it. But y'all is giving us the other chance. Like you said, the just man shall fall down seven times. But get back, up. It's time for us to start over. Nothing's wrong with starting over. That's what I'm saying. I'm, this is a whole new podcast I'm going to be starting over. 
and but I just believe it's just going to be more deeper than what it's being, especially the topics that I know that's in my spirit that y'all going to want me to talk about. I mean, it's you know, it's going to be more like I said, it's going to, I feel like it's more dealing with the youth, the sons and the daughters, because there's a lot going on in this world concerning them. That's not being addressed, not from what I'm hearing from people. I don't hear nobody talking about it. They could talk about the cops killing us all we want to, but it's time for us to start talking about how we killing ourselves. Lately, I've been seeing so much, so many young women, wives, young girls, teenage girls in relationships getting killed by their boyfriends, being killed by their husbands, uh, some being dis dismembered. And their kids is not having a father or mother. Why is that? Why we, Why is I'm seeing? Why is y'all allowing me to see on the news and even just on YouTube? People got YouTube channels talking about way women, black women now, has been getting killed. Lately, not no three, four, five, ten, fifteen years ago, but last week, yesterday, today. Why is he allowing me to see these things? Because not only is it spiritual, but it's, you know what I'm saying, mental health. The the, the young men is going through stuff as well as the as the young girls. For them to be dealing with who they dealing with. Just like I'm going to get on topics, you know, I get sick and tired. Of, and this is just me being honest. I get sick and tired of hearing, well, if they had a man in the home, you know, they wouldn't act the way that they acting. Or a girl wouldn't go with this man, with this uh, these type of dudes if they had a, a, a father in the homes. Well, okay, but let's talk about how what the mothers is doing in front of these sons and these daughters for them to still do the things that they're doing or getting these men that they messing with. Who who, they, who is these girls? Who is these daughters seeing their mamas with? Who is these sons seeing their mamas with? How is they acting towards them? What is they saying to them concerning if the father is absent? Some men got their um. Daughters or got their sons. What is they saying to their sons concerning their mother? If it's out of bitterness and hate and not showing them no type of love or, you know, it's always they speaking some type of negative things towards them. What is that? What is that father doing in front of his daughter or in front of his son? It works both ways. Got to get out of this matrix and out of this system and really seek y'all as to what's going on. Not saying that every family needs the father because that's how that's the ancient landmark that's what Yah Father Yah Abba, Abba Yah had established from the beginning was the husband and the wife and with the children but we know how Satan has divided that especially with us Hebrews or if you want to say the black community we see every other race, you know, they don't talk about, you don't hear them, you don't hear the women talking about their husbands or deadbeat dads and all this stuff. We don't see them separating the, the white, the white husband or the Hispanic husband, the Asian husband, none of them from their families. But it's always about the black man being out of the homes. It's always about the black man, the black man. Why is that? Why is it bad for us to be as a family? Because we are the original family, but everybody else can have their family, but we have to be separated from ours. We either have to be dead or in jail, or like I say, sinning by having, you know, fornicating, having sex out of wedlock, 
making babies and not married to the, you know, to to the wife, I mean, to the to the mothers and and then they not talking anymore or whatnot. And then all this bitterness and stuff. We got to see the pattern of the enemy. We got to see how everything is designed. But I know plenty of fathers that's been in the home and things still ain't go right. They children still went did things because this is why we got to train them up. Like I said, it's a lot of things that y'all is going to be having me to deal with. I got to put my hands to the plow, get back in, the, in this walk. I don't want to miss eternal life with the father due to my disobedience. You know, he said disobedience is just a sin as witchcraft. I don't want to be saying I'm operating in the spirit of witchcraft due to disobedience of me not doing what I'm supposed to be doing or called to do. And my brothers and sisters are praying the same thing for y'all. Like I said, just say, you know, um, th that's all I wanted to say for tonight. Well, like I said, I just want to encourage us all that we can get back up. There are still people that is assigned to us that's waiting on us to get back on in these in these in the, on the battlefield and to lead them to Yeshua and to train them up so they can get on the uh, battlegrounds and fight because they have people that's assigned to them. We don't need no more blood on our hands according to Ezekiel. Amen. Abba Father, in the name of Yeshua, I thank you for this word tonight. I thank you for you encouraging me as well as I encourage myself and others tonight. I thank you, Abba Yah, for giving me another chance and to give every single one of us another chance in doing your will. Father, I pray right now that every gift that you have given us, Father, if it's, if it's prophetic, the gifts of healing, speaking in tongues, interpretation of tongues, faith, um, for us to have um, all the gifts of the Spirit that you have given each and every one of us, that we will walk and operate in those gifts and in the callings that you have given us, Father, that we will get back into fasting, get back into praying. But most importantly, we get you, put you back first. So you said to seek ye first the kingdom of Yah and his righteousness, and these things shall be added unto us. So, Father, I pray that we will seek you and your righteousness so we can live holy and righteously. And the things that will be added to us is the spiritual blessings that you have for us in heavenly places. I pray that people will start seeking to have your heavenly blessings more than just these things on the earth, money and cars and clothes, these things that were rust and corrupt. We said to keep our, keep our mind on things above, and that is you where it won't rust or corrupt. So, Father, I thank you and I honor you. And as always, not my will, but let your will be done in each and every one of our lives. In Yeshua's mighty name, I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I thank everyone that will listen to this. I pray that you will share it with people as well. I will be posting this on um, FB. And like I say, those is, that's just that will come and listen to this. If it's your first time, like I say, share it with others. I will pray that you will continue to come on and listen. Because once again, as I said, I, I'm wanting to, um, I want us all to get back in our rightful place with y'all. I don't want none of us to miss eternal life. I do not want us to miss 
our crowns that he has for us. You know, I want us, I want his love to continue to flow in me and more than ever so I can love others the way they supposed to be loved. And if we put him back first, seek him and his righteousness. Because remember, it's all about the kingdom. Then all these other things will be added. But it's time for us to operate more than anything in our spiritual gifts so we can start laying hands on the sick and they shall recover. We could be casting out demons and all of this. Because a lot of people don't believe we're supposed to be casting out demons or doing none of these things. But, like I say, this is just a beginning of new beginnings. Hallelujah. This is the completion. This is the seventh month according to the Hebrew calendar. Like I said, it's so much that I just, I know I'm going to end up having to teach. This is, this, this, these podcasts and the radio. Like I said, I will be, um, if y'all's willing, today, Tuesday, hopefully Thursday or Friday, or maybe before then, y'all will specifically give me the days that I will be doing on the watch. And, um, a roar in the earth radio, which that's good. That's going to be a podcast also. But like I say, I mean, it's just going to be so, so many new things. I might be on YouTube, wherever the case may be. It's just a lot of things I got to set up and get more things right. You know, have more things more advanced than what it is now. Because that's what it's about, advancing the kingdom, advancing warfare. You know, I can't stay the same. You know, we all... It's, that's always changes. And one thing I will say before I go, y'all, is that that Romans 12, 1 and 2, meditate on that. Really take that to heart because a lot of us is really not renewed. We still have conformed to this world. We're supposed to have the mind of Hamashiach or the mind of Christ. And a lot of us don't have his mind. We don't think, we don't walk, we don't talk like him, we don't act like him, we don't act like how he does. Because why? We done got we done got away from seeking him first in the kingdom and his righteousness. Like I said, it's so much that you could just hear me. I'm just little stuff I I was like the Uri's instantly hitting me like I'm gonna be teaching on this, teaching on that more in depth. But I just want us to really meditate on Romans twelve, chapter twelve, verses one and two. And really meditate on what that means and actually y'all to really seek you, not what your leaders has told you, but this is personal. Get y'all for yourself and ask him, what do you mean by this being a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto you? What do you really mean about don't be conformed to this world? Because you think you don't drink, cuss, smoke in the clubs, anything. You think you're not conformed to this world. But you are because a lot of things that the world do and say we bring into these churches and we bring it in our own language and all of that. But it says be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Ephesians 4 talks about being renewed in the spirit of your mind. So there's two different places. Oh, man. <laughs> but y'all have a blessed night. And like I said, I just pray this does encourage someone to repent and to to know that you still have a work to do and y'all hasn't forgotten and you can still do the work. So grace and peace. Everybody have a blessed night. And may y'all. 
protect us all. Let Psalms 91, I decree and declare Psalms 91 over us tonight. And let us all have peaceful sleep in the Hamashiach. Shalom.